Studies show that 80% of sales require an average of five follow-ups to close, but 44% of people involved with sales only follow up once before giving up. It's no wonder we have so many small businesses suffering from entrepreneurial poverty. How do you grow and scale your business while avoiding entrepreneur poverty? Hi, I'm Buzz and I've spent over 20 years marketing for entrepreneurs just like you. I've learned there's no one secret to success, but a series of strategies to help business owners scale at will. On this podcast, we uncover invaluable insights that successful entrepreneurs and industry experts use to profitably scale businesses. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. If sales is the oxygen that keeps a business alive, why is it that business owners seem to want to suck at it? And I'm just as guilty. I'm telling you right now, I could be better at my own sales. But I, along with a lot of other entrepreneurs, have five things that keep our sales process holding our business hostage. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's dive into the five reasons our business sales process is holding us hostage. Number one, we continue to chase a moving target. Creating or following new sales strategies every quarter or sometimes every month or every time we get a new tweet or Instagram feed or video on social media that tells us a great new way to approach our sales process. The reason this doesn't work is because you are not giving the tactics you're using today enough time to mature within your unique sales process, within your the uniqueness of your business. Sales tactics need to be nurtured over time and massaged. I'm guilty of it. I got like the adult ADHD, whatever that is. I have that bad. So the new shiny thing is my kryptonite. Okay. But I have started to learn that I got to stick with stuff. I got to stick with it because sometimes a new tactic can take as long as a year to really start clicking. Number two. Winning the popularity contest. There's a saying, you can please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please all of the people all of the time. See, a lot of us are trying to be everything to everyone. I know I was for the first 13 years of my entrepreneurial career. Prospects can tell when you're faking it. If there's not a connection, then you're going to come off inauthentic. And so even though you're chasing something that's not really a good fit, you force it. And when you force it, you come off bad and you lose that sale anyway. Now, some try to mask a bad situation with too much enthusiasm. And this comes off like a typical sales pitch and you end up sounding like everyone else. The key is authenticity. Just like when you're at a bar or at a new or or at a social event and you're meeting somebody brand new. If there is not a connection, the conversation is very short. Without connection, phone numbers are not exchanged. Without connection, further plans beyond that meeting are never made. So why is it that in sales, we try to force the issue? 
And not all business is good business. And the harder you have to sell a prospect, the harder it is going to be to keep them happy. So if you're forcing the conversation and there's no connection, maybe it's just time to move on to the next prospect. Save yourself the headaches of bringing in a client that's not a good fit for your business. Number three, winging it. Let's be honest. Very few of us have gone to college to get a degree in sales, but yet it is the most crucial skill of owning a business. And we sell in every aspect of our business. So the key is to create a system and follow the system. Just like any part of your business in the operations, sales is part of the operations. It's an operation in itself. And so you need to make sure that you understand how does your sales cycle flow? If you don't have one, write one down. Write what you do now and then analyze it. And then follow that system. How do you make calls? Or do you use Zoom? Or are you a a cold caller, then a Zoom, then a meeting? Whatever that looks like, document it, follow it every single time. So that way you can measure successes through the consistency of that. Then decide what will be covered in each of those meetings or calls. And then be prepared for all of the scenarios in each of those interactions. I see it all the time. If people are just not ready to make this the sale. Isn't that crazy? Like you just go and just willy-nilly it. You're winging it. No, have a plan. Be prepared. Have contracts in hand. Have everything you possibly could need to be successful. Number four, consistency and follow-up. Prioritize your sales calls over everything else in your day. I let that sink in because we make excuses every single day. And I say we, I mean me. I make excuses of not going into my CRM and making up follow-up calls every day because I prioritize other things than sales when I could be delegating some of that stuff. You probably do it too, if you're honest with yourself. But consistency is the key. And so if you don't prioritize it, you're not consistent. And when you're consistent, you can actually start creating quality over quantity. Because when we're not consistent, we have to catch up. And when we're catching up, we're in a hurry. And that means quantity versus when we make space, we make the room for quality to be there. And and the last piece of the consistency is that You want to follow up. Studies show that 80% of sales require an average of five follow-ups to close a sale. But 44% of people involved in sales only follow up once before giving up. Wow. It takes five follow-ups on average to get a sale. But almost half of us don't get past two. Two. Two touches, the initial touch, one follow-up, crickets, I'm on, on to the next thing, right? I've seen, uh, sometimes I've talked to people as many as a dozen times over six months. It's not that I was selling them every time, but that's how many touches it took. That's how much follow-up it took to get there. And those are great clients because the faster somebody comes on board, the faster they're going to leave. So sometimes that courtship is worth those extra follow-ups. Number five, not getting the right leads. Bad leads in means little to no sales out. So surviving off cold calling is not why we went into business, right? 
So why is it that most of the most common go-to for new and struggling business owners is cold calling? Oh my gosh, I have no idea why. Oh, I actually know why. It's because they're neglecting their online marketing. And that's literally starving their business of qualified leads. There is more business than all of us can handle. But unfortunately, there are too many of us who just don't take full advantage of the online marketing resources available to them. Online marketing, when done right, is a sales system, an inbound sales lead generator that works for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, never takes vacations, doesn't ask for sick days, and doesn't ask for raises, and you don't have to pay him bonuses. But yet, we look, I don't know how many times a week I hear, yeah, don't look at my website, it sucks. Well, you're starving your business then, okay? And when business owners do try to market their the business for themselves, they end up putting the wrong message out there. They end up making mistake two of selling in their marketing, trying to be everything to everyone. So if you're struggling with sales in your business, get professional help. And what I mean by that, hire a sales coach, one that has a great track record in helping business owners in your specific industry. And don't be cheap. This is your business's future at stake. And if you can't afford the best right now, then hire the best you can afford for the first time around. By the time you can afford a higher level or the best coach, you will be able to afford them because you have overcome many of these five mistakes that business owners make. The last thing to remember is that you are the best person to sell your products and services. No one will be as passionate about what you have to offer than you. So until you systemize how best to sell you, you really can't hire this job out. I have seen dozens of entrepreneurs try to hire themselves out of sales positions before they got a handle of it on their own. Some were successful until the sales team they built disintegrated and they were left high and dry. And since they never learned how to sell themselves, there was no one to pick up the baton and keep them in the race while a new team could be assembled. Remember, people are great until they're not. That goes for any part of your business. So be sure you have systems in place for teams to follow. Make sure you have the know-how to execute those systems when left in a lurch, or at least a solid contingency plan when the proverbial shit hits the fans.